Hello, and welcome to Strategic Insights, brought to you by Strategic Enhancement Group. I'm Susan Hall, Vice President of Performance Improvement, and today I'm joined by my colleague, Andrea McGowan, who is President of Strategic Enhancement Group. Welcome, Andrea. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. It's always great to have you. And Andrea, today we're here to talk about a topic that I think a lot of managers, especially new managers, struggle with, and that's how to give employees difficult feedback. It's one of those fundamental skills that can carry you through your entire management and leadership career, but there's definitely some some best practices that I think we'd like to share with the team today. Right. So in a recent Harvard Business Review article, they discussed the impact of giving critical feedback, and there are actually neurological studies that show that the brain responds to critical feedback as a threat and can even shut down. Mm-hmm. So think of it as like a, if there's too much criticism, it's almost like a fight or a flight response. Mm-hmm. And so while the objective of giving this type of feedback is to improve the performance of your employee, sometimes it can actually impair learning. So we're assuming through our podcast today that this is feedback that's going to be used to improve the performance of an employee that you actually want to keep and development. So what are some of your thoughts on that? Yeah. Well, the first one is you need to be prepared. Please don't just wing this. Mm -hmm. Be respectful of the recipient and make sure that this is a really valuable conversation for them. Then also identify the behavior that you want to see changed. And when I say behavior, I mean be very specific about an actual behavior rather than being general instead of saying, I noticed that you were doing this wrong. Be very specific and say, I noticed that you, when you do, when you enter your your reports, that you're missing these pieces. So be very specific. And that's really important because the feedback won't go anywhere if it's not behaviorally based. Susan, you actually have an example of this. I do, and it stuck with me over several decades, actually. When I started out in my sales career, uh, many years ago, I had a sales manager that made a call with me, and when we left the call to debrief, she said, you know, you really need to just ask better questions. And I was young, and I, I was coachable, and I wanted to improve, so I said, great. I said, well, how do I know what questions to ask? And she said, well, you know, I don't know. You just ask them. And and I remember thinking, well, that's not very helpful. I mean, it, it, sometimes you don't know what you don't know. Right. And because it was so general, it's like saying you need to communicate better. Well, what does that mean? Does that mean you need to ask questions? Does that mean you're interrupting? Does that mean you need to raise your voice? So to your point, as specific as you can be, it's going to be more helpful for right. the employee. Right. The other thing that's important is determine how the behavior that you want to see changed uh, impacts their productivity or their communication, their performance goals, or even relationships, Mm -hmm. so that they know kind of what the consequence is of, you know, not correcting that that behavior that you need to see changed. Right. What the impact is. Right. Definitely. And I think on, on that note, it's it's important not to overwhelm the recipient, you know, mm-hmm. as we talked about in the beginning with the whole fight or flight, you know, pick the one or two things that you think will move the needle the most in terms of productivity. And also, you know, while this is about giving difficult feedback, don't forget to highlight what they're doing well. Right. Yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, I think it's also important to share your observations and not make inferences. Mm-hmm. It's important to distinguish between the two and have observe the behavior and document it so you have it in front of you and you know what you want to talk to them about. 
Yeah, that is a critical point. And I and I would say that if I had one piece of advice to give to a new manager, it's, you know, be specific, as you said, but share observations, not judgment. So mm-hmm. let, let's give an example of what that might look like. Say you've got an employee who seems to be spending an hour or two of each business day on what appears to be personal calls. Mm-hmm. You know, to if you were making an inference or a judgment, you might walk up to John and say, John, you know what, it seems that you appear to care more about your social life and your, or your personal life than you do about business. Right. Well, how do you think that makes John feel? He'd be very defensive. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. He'd be very defensive. And not only that, he could completely dismiss it. Well, that's not true. You know, that's not how I feel. So a better way is to be more specific, share an observation, and say something like, John, I noticed that yesterday when I pulled up the call monitoring reports, you were on the phone five times with personal calls. And when I walked by your desk last week, I noticed three times that you seemed to be on a personal call. Can you tell me what's going on? Mm-hmm. That's a really good good thing to do. And, and the reason that is, is when you're giving feedback, you want to make sure that it's a two-way dialogue. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that you give them the opportunity to tell you what's what's happening. So in this case with John, if you're going to give feedback, do what you just said, but then let him answer. Mm-hmm. Just say, "I noticed you you know you spent a lot of time on on these personal calls. Tell me what's going on." Because what might happen is you're assuming that he's not interested in completing his job, and that could be very very wrong. He could actually have a personal issue going on that might mean that you need to be a little flexible and give right. him the opportunity to, to solve that personal or deal with that personal issue. So it's really important to let them speak and tell you what's happening. Absolutely. Another thing that's really important is putting together an action plan. So feedback is great and you want to be able to give it to them, but you don't want to just end it there. You want them to leave the room knowing what they should do from this point on. So put together an action plan, but it's really important to involve them in, in the action steps so that they feel like they had a say in this and they'll have more buy-in when they leave the room. Mm-hmm. Finally, um, I, the, I think the thing that people forget, it's a really key thing, is ask how you can support them. Mm-hmm. We came up with the action plan. Here are the changes we're going to see. What do you need from me? What can I do to help? Right. That's a really important point. And, you know, back to my example of my first sales manager, if she had taken the time to sit down with me and think through her, you know, how she came up with questions, her questioning process, or, you know, articulated and helped me plan for a call, that would have been so much more helpful. As a result, I felt like I was on my own and it wasn't, it wasn't a good feeling. So, you know, role playing with your, your people, preparing, helping them prepare for meetings, um, you know, supporting them with resources. You know, in the case of that manager, if she wasn't able to articulate how she went about her questioning protocol strategy, you know, she might have been able to point me to a book or another resource or a manager that was really clear on what they did and, and, and could articulate that. Right. So, well, great. Well, Andrew, we've covered a lot of ground today, and I want to thank you again for, for your insight. And so what we've talked about is it's important to be, to plan when you're giving this type of feedback to employees. You certainly don't want to overwhelm them. You want to focus on the one or two things that are going to be most critical to their success. Be specific and behavioral with your observations and make sure that you involve them in a two-way dialogue around an action plan, follow-up, and support.
If you would like to learn more or have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us at strategicenhancement.com. And thanks so much for joining today. Thanks, everyone.